is in the name of the Lord. The maker of heaven and earth. Let us confess our sins in the presence of God and one another. Almighty God, our heavenly Father, we have sinned against you in our thoughts, in our words, in our deeds, and in all that we have not done. Forgive us in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Deliver and restore us that we may rest in peace. By the mercy of God, we are redeemed by Jesus Christ, and in him we are forgiven. Let us rest in his peace until the rising of the sun, when we shall serve him in newness of life. Amen. Charles or Queen Elizabeth when she was still living, you would be very careful in the way that you spoke and addressed them. You wouldn't just burst into the, the palace and say, what's up Charles? How's it going Elizabeth? Give them a fist bump. No, it would be using terms like your royal highness or your majesty, sir or ma'am, and you would speak very carefully with deep respect. You would not touch them. You would not draw near to them unless they invited you to. You see, when you draw near to a king and you're in the king's presence, there's a different level of respect. That was true all along in many countries and many places. Back in the Old Testament, in the kingdom of Persia, the rule was if you came into the presence of the king uninvited, you would die immediately unless the king held up his scepter immediately to spare your life if he decided that it was worth listening to whatever you had to say, even though you decided boldly and brashly to come into his presence uninvited. You can't bribe the king to listen to you. You can't twist his arm to do what you like. You're not equals. And maybe that makes it all the more shocking what we find in the last hours of Jesus' life as soldiers and chief priests, and people who didn't even know Jesus all that well, really, mocked him for claiming to be a king. Listen to what 
the soldiers did to Jesus. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole company of soldiers around him. That's about 600 soldiers in a whole company. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him and then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on his head. But that wasn't enough. They put a staff in his right hand. Then they knelt in front of him and mocked him. Hail, King of the Jews, they said. They spit on him and took the staff and struck him on the head again and again. After they had mocked him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. All those terrible actions. Far different picture, isn't it, than what we would think of coming into the presence as Esther did in front of the king of Persia, or as anyone else might do coming into the presence of King Charles or Queen Elizabeth in England. They twisted together a crown of thorns, and then they gave him a scepter and whacked the thorns deeper and deeper into his head so that it bled and hurt deeply. They had flogged him, put a purple robe on him, which I'm sure didn't feel all that great on the open flesh and the bloody back. And then they mocked him with their words. Physical abuse wasn't enough. They needed to taunt him. Hail, King of the Jews, they said in the most snarky voice. 600 soldiers gathered around one helpless victim who claimed to be a king, but that wasn't even really the truth. In fact, just earlier, when Pilate had interrogated Jesus and asked him, Are you a king? Jesus said, My kingdom is not of this world. So he was trying very hard to speak the truth in love to anyone who would listen. These soldiers were not ready at this time to listen. When we say, Jesus paid for my sins. When we say, Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. We should not think of that casually. Do not think of this as though Jesus got a walk in the park, skipping through a meadow, loved us deeply, and then it was all nice and sweet and happy. He paid the price for sin, which was a terrible price. It included a crown of thorns, not gold, being shoved into his head. A purple robe being placed on his back in mockery, not honor, and a scepter being put in his hand for a little bit, only to deepen the wounds of the thorns and the crown. What grace is this? We ask of Jesus as we see his life of love in action for us. What grace is this? My God and King has set his face to suffering. My God eternal dies to bring eternal life to me. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so, even though, as the soldiers shouted, Hail, King of the Jews, to him in mockery, we can say, Hail, King of the world. Hail, King of my life, in deep honor and joy forever. We're joined to pray the Lord's Prayer as well. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Such grace, sweet grace. 